up the floor, take a seat. The same one that was riding with them rods in the Jeep. You ain't even on my level, why you talking to me? This Glocky strap off of my joggers when I'm walking the street. I know niggas drop them disses but can't walk across the street. The way you type up on the name, the same way when we meet. If I would've kept going, it would've been wrong if it was me. G or grab his A.R., they go to war when it's me. Uptown and Gorilla Squad, we like the lords of the street. Snitches, they can't get involved, we break the law in the street. Them niggas, they ain't got no balls, they got that bass when they speak. Put them switches on that 20, blow through walls when it's beats. I can't talk about no bodies, but they know my obsessies. Talk hot, won't send a drop, I know you niggas cop me, please. I was talking normal, none of you niggas was really here. Don't respond to comments, that's how I know all this for the internet. Other ops stuck in the barbershop, so let's get into that. Roll with real killers, real shooters in a circle. All them niggas is some geeks, some niggas Steve Urkels. All my niggas got them heats, them niggas will murk you. He keep talking about some shooters, we ain't seeing. Put that glocky through the window, all he seen was that beam on. Type of bullet hit him in his abdomen. All these niggas rapping and they capping, they be capping when they rapping. And he said he got some shooters, but I know he taught that blast. I know some shooters with them rugas jump out the car and then blast from. All these bodies in my city really got my city sick. He said he got it like that, he was lying, he ain't really lit. And he said he was sliding, he was lying. If he get caught, he snitched. So it's Boy, that autopsy, give a nigga stitches He can feel how we feel, but I know he ain't gon' spit It get wicked, we gon' blick him down, he turn that corner again They gon' tap out to my face, they gon' talk about me till they friends I ain't trippin', they ain't got nothing back to say, I got them in Big strap off in my pocket, got me walking with a limp All this gold on my body, they ain't told you I'm the pimp Pass that Glock, you know I got it, I ain't never scared to spin Gon' ask your cousin friends about me, they gon' tell you that I'm him Hey, get up close and face face shots, hollows in his lip Them niggas like to talk a lot, have him switch cheese to crib Big pussy on my hip, make a nigga stand still Parents and make your young nigga look like Uncle Phil. Hey, send him on a drill. Get him hit point blank. Spray his body like cologne left that nigga real stank. Crib an acre with the pool. Big bank take little bank. Man, that rover in the garage, man, it's built like a tank, nigga. Golly. What up, what up, what up, what up? Y'all know what it is. Episode 77. Let's close your ears. It's the most dangerous podcast in the motherfucking 717. And we got with us today a special guest. Besides the little the little one reader pick is on the line with us. They, they can't see yes, you. Say help. Yeah, she waving. I know. That's, I they realized that you. after I did that. Shut up. <laughs> And we got a special guest. We got Miss Lacantier Williams on the line from Memphis, Tennessee, calling in. Say what up to him, sis. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm happy to be here. No doubt. No doubt. Interesting, interesting day we going to have today. Before we break down and get into sis's background on why she's here, just said. I told her we could talk about whatever. She just said, keep in mind, I'm a feminist. So you definitely team <laughs> free Britney Grinder, right? What's up? What you think about that bullshit? Uh, honestly, I'll be honest. I haven't looked a lot into that. Is she still, is that the one that's locked up abroad? In Russia. Correct. Yeah. In Russia. Yeah. What's the background on that? Why? What happened? Did she have something to leave on her? Didn't she? That's the story they try to pin like she had a vape pen or some shit. Yeah, which but is crazy. But with everything bro, that's going on with Russia right now. But my bro screwed um, me, though, that she's just a pawn in political, um, little political Because it was right around the time with the Ukraine shit. No, right, she, so got snatched up. she got snatched up before the Ukraine shit. 
Oh, was it? Was it before listen, that? Yeah, I thought it she was, was snatched up before time. the Ukraine war. But see, we we grabbed one of the we grabbed the Russian gun runner or That's some shit and locked him up over here. So they basically snatched her mm-hmm. up to use her to get the ball back. Retaliation, right? Well, it's always been some tension between Russia and the United States. Um, that's they have a long going history with that. So it doesn't surprise me what's going on with her. I fear for her safety, though, being over there. Um, again, Russia can be a dangerous place for Americans. So I don't know exactly the connection to feminism there, <laughs> but just as a person, even if that was a man. I would feel the same way. Um, she's an American citizen. Don't you want your sister home? That's the connection. Or how about I? How about I? How about, how about, how about, American person, period. Not not just a woman. I don't think feminism tries to draw the line between this is a woman and she needs to be home. She's an American citizen. All right, how about this part? In a hostile place. How about this part? She, mm-hmm. did, she didn't want to go to Russia. And the only reason she went to Russia... It's because they don't get as much money in the WNBA over here as they get over there. How about that part? Do that tie into feminism? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the equality uh, with the the pay gap due to gender differences. So, yeah, that is still a big problem. I think women have made strides, but there's still a big pay gap between women and men. No doubt. Now, in her case, I'm assuming I would assume that she understood the threats of going to Russia. Yeah, um, she did because she didn't want to go. Yeah, but you you see that line right? That I don't want to call it desperation, but it's unfair that she's not getting paid what she should be getting paid in a land where they have the ability to do that to create that income. Um, yeah. Right now, I do know with the WNBA, they are. I guess in some ways less popular than NBA overall. And so, that, so, so that, that could probably tie in the advertising dollars, yep. stuff like that. So they probably don't make as much money. But those women are talented. Hell yeah, shit. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But if, if we look at it from a logical standpoint, right? Like mm. I just said, it may not necessarily be due to talent as much as it is to revenue, the type of revenue that the WNBA Creates. brings in. Yep. At the end to, of the day, that is, I mean, that, you know, we know that's what it is. You know what I mean? And I try to tell a lot of chick, you know, was when they was when it, when the um, you know, a few months ago, it was it was it was out there that the the the, the um the pay differential that they get, you know, people was chiming in, making their opinion, and I'm like, cool, like your opinion. You got the right to feel that way, but how you fix that is y'all that's sitting here arguing it ain't fair. Turn your TV on and watch their games and go to their games. And you know what I mean? You got to support the shit. So, you know what I mean? You know, it's a lot of different avenues. I agree with you. But it it definitely, even though, yeah, we know that we got to support it and step up more. Even still, you see it throughout the board in all industries of women getting less pay than men. So. That's a yeah. you know that you can try to use that as a scapegoat, you know what I mean? But at the when you like I say when you look at the whole picture, it's still uneven all the way across the board. So you know what I mean. But that was a good icebreaker to get this conversation started. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's break down. Yeah, that was a good one. And let's break down what you doing down down the dirty down in Memphis. Let's just give us a little bit yeah. of your before background. You get- before she gets into that, you already know what my question is about. 
What's your question about the B? About you because she's from. You said something about Memphis, correct? From Memphis. I live in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to still find out: is it really hard out there for a pimp? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me tell you: Memphis is pimping. Okay, it's pimping. Okay. Y'all know the song um, by Project Cat, "Gorilla Pimp." Mm-hmm. Baby. Know. When that song come on, I'm talking about even the most professional motherfuckers down here get crazy. Wow. And that's the um the Grizzlies where they just in the playoffs. What's that called? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So the anthem during that time was whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. Memphis is not a game, okay? They have a very large black population down here, but there's also a very high level of poverty as well. Mm. So okay. Love this city. It was supposed to be the next Atlanta, but I don't think. You don't see the progression happening to get there. No. If you think niggas hold themselves back in Harrisburg, you just need to come to Memphis. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. It's real. Okay. So let's get into your background. You was born and raised here? Born and raised in Harrisburg. Yep. Lived there the majority of my life uh, until I went away to college. I'm seeing you went to Johnson C. Smith. You went to, you went to a couple of different colleges. So what's the first one you, you, you went to straight from high school? I did go to a lot. I started off at Spelman. Okay. I did my freshman year at Spelman. No and um, yeah, that was, that was a dope experience. But I'll be honest, right? So I'm from Harrisburg. I'm straight from the hood. You class of 07? Uh, my dad. I'm class of 07. Okay. My mom was a teenage mom. She had me when she was about 17. My dad was an alcoholic. So I had a real traumatic childhood. So taking me out of that trauma and putting me into somewhere like Spelman, it was supposed to be a golden opportunity, but I couldn't get my head out of the ghetto. Mm -hmm. So I did a year at Spelman and I came back to Harrisburg and I got married for a year and that shit was the dumbest decision ever. (laughs) And so it was. It fucked my life up. Uh. <laughs> it did. Mm-hmm. I ended up in a. No, it's, I mean, it's kind of funny now, but I mean, I ended up pregnant um, <laughs> in a maternity home. My daughter's first home was like a homeless shelter for pregnant women. And um, that was the first home she was brought to. And then from there, I went to Johnson C. Smith as a single mother. And I graduated summa cool, summa cool laude. Summa cum laude, baby girl, go. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're what using big words. You're yeah, using big words. I couldn't pronounce her name. Hold on. What you, you using? What, what? I hope I pronounced it right. Summa cum laude. S U. High honors. T U M. L A U D E. Hold on. You got to repeat it because the the feedback made y'all go out. Go ahead, repeat it. Sorry. I was talking to you, Sharita. Oh, Sum Cum Laude. It's S-U-M-C-U-M-L-A-U-D-E. And what do this mean? That means that she's smart as fuck. That she graduated with high honors and she did what the fuck she needed to do. And she got outside of the Harrisburg ghetto mentality that she thought she was trapped under. And she wasn't because she did the daggone thing. Go ahead. Congratulations to you, Miss Connie. Go ahead and tell my story, okay? <laughs> I was a single mom, too. I mean, I struggled. Oh, I, I, did as, I did that as a single mom. And then immediately after that, I went to the University of Miami and I got my master's of music and music business um, as a single mom again. So my daughter got to see me 
uh, graduate twice. Mm. So. Yeah. Oh. So by the by the second oh, graduation, wow. your daughter's how old now? Oh God, that was twenty sixteen. Oh. I know she she'll be eleven in August. Lord, everything is like a blur. So oh, she is about she six, about five, yeah. six. Yeah, some somewhere around that age. Yeah. So let's talk. She, she thought that was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> it kind of was the coolest thing in the world because that's a totally listen. You know, I did a I did a good semester away from home in college. <laughs> but don't laugh at me, Sharita. Shut up. Yeah, I did a semester. But but that whether no matter how long you do, once you leave, you know, you leaving home and you out there to fend for yourself. So yeah. to be a college to be in college and have to and have a child. You she was on camp, you took her with you, right? She was with me every step of the yeah, way. Yeah, so that's that's definitely we definitely got a trip. <laughs> Damn, cause listen, I know I I ain't had no kid with me. When it got cold outside, I stopped going to class. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's definitely that's you, definitely like that's definitely you you was that's determination that's motivation. Yeah, like for real, like that's a different level of focus. She kept me going. She no kept doubt. me going. Her name is Faith. I named her Faith. <gasps> That's what Look I was missing that. in my life. And yeah, I know, right? And she she kept me going. She really did. So all right. So you graduated. I'm gonna say that's funny about college. That's funny because you can have different takeaways, which obviously you had because you said I went to Spelman, I wasn't ready. And then you got something that is a different motivation. Like, you know, the first year you yeah. go to college, a, a lot of times your parents are paying for you to go or you got right. your student loan, whatever. So you the, 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 you be like, man, I'm over here. I'm living. This is, okay, let's get it in. But then you have a reason to strive and, and do and be dedicated. Not saying that you didn't want to be dedicated to yourself, but there's this extra incentive. Ain't no motivation like the big dope. beady eyes looking at you. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It was different. Right. I wish I would have had that same motivation as Spelman because believe me, I, I did great my first year. Mm-hmm. But I'm around these very rich people, mm-hmm. black people that come from money. I'm a hood as hell. <laughs> my mom, she ain't never been to college. My dad neither. I'm the first. So they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't and listen, being a, a child have, coming from parents that ain't go to college again, they don't even understand that the survival tactic when you down there. Cause again, they thinking, all right, you got your room and board, you get your little meal pack or your meal plan. You cool. No, you still have to live regular life. So again, when your friends got money to go out and party, like niggas had to listen, you, you, you find out that's how some of these people with friends from college. It's still friends today because when we was, you know, when you on that campus, nigga, we up here surviving again. It's a whole totally Word, different yeah. thing. Like we, we got to put money in the pot for, for to feed five people. You know what I mean? It could be like that on a bad day, so you, especially you ain't getting that money from home. Then to be there, look, to see the other kids that, that do get the money just sent. Oh, man, you, you ready to stick them the fuck up. You know? <laughs> The good thing, though, the good thing that I appreciate about Spelman is it exposed me to that other world of black people who come from money. And mm. I had a roommate. She was rich as fuck. Like, but she was so sweet. 
And I, she loved my little ghetto ass. I thought I was so funny. You know how it is when you got that ghetto person around you. You think they just so motherfucking funny. I'm dead ass serious. But um, I got to see that other part of black people, which was good exposure. Because growing up in the hood, you at least for me, you think it's one way. Like, all oh, black people struggling. It's the struggle. And da, 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 da. It ain't like that for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's really not. So it opened my eyes. Probably one of my biggest regrets leaving though, leaving Spelman. Yeah, but it was a purpose in it too. Now, 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 personal, personally wise, like, you know, yes, of course, you know, you wish you could have done that, but there was some purpose in it and your greatness still kept coming out after you left. So a big ups to you. That's great. Appreciate you. No doubt. All right. So we graduate. From Miami, you said you got the degree in music business. Yeah, masters of music and music Mas- business. Excuse, excuse me, masters, masters in music yes, sir, business. Yes, right? All right, so so where do we where do we go from there? Um, after I got my masters, I was already working in the communications field, marketing and communications, because that's where I have my uh, undergrad degree, my bachelor's degree. At that point, I'm just struggling and working as a single mom. I think I was blessed because after getting my bachelor's degree, I was always able to work like in corporate. I came straight out and I was able to work in the marketing field, but I still was broke as shit. And it was a struggle. Like sometimes I would have to go to Dollar. I I still go to Dollar General, but I would get a lot of shit from Dollar General, food and stuff that was cheaper. Or I had to put myself on a budget with grocery shopping. And um, my ex-husband, who is the father of my daughter, um, he's been in the feds. He's been in the feds since she was about one. So I've been doing this by myself for a long time. Oh, not he's he's not a federal Mm -hmm. officer. He was a federal inmate. Oh, damn sure not no officer. <laughs> and they, this story is a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's a damn sure ain't no officer. Now, he, he did, he, he's still in the feds, so he ain't cold on nobody. Oh, okay. He's been in there for a while. So, and that's another interesting mm. part of my story, right? How do you go from being somebody that goes to Spelman to marrying somebody like that? Mm. So, um, but... Yeah, I think it was a big, big struggle for me until I came to Memphis. Um, and things started falling into place. Now, the the crazy thing about being here in Memphis is I was raised in Harrisburg with my mother and my stepfather, who raised me since I was three months old. My birth, My biological father, he lived in Memphis. He never raised me. I never got a birthday card, nothing from this nigga. But I am currently down here right now with his family. Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, we have embraced each other. We have a great relationship. I'm very close to them. He's dead, though. Okay. What led you to Memphis? That, my, my dad's side of the family, getting a relationship with them. Oh, okay. And I was tired. I, I, I had went back to Pennsylvania when I got my master's degree. And I was like, why the fuck did I come back, back here? here? Hate it here. And that experience, I was like, uh-uh, I can't deal with these folks up here. I got to go back down south. 
So can I ask you something? Uh-huh. Um, because I know me and me and Ice Pick, Eric, we have conversations all the time. And so like you talk about the stigma of Harrisburg, because that seems to be the conversation all the time. There's a stigma. And it's like something like a product like that that overcomes this, this, and this. And then your your response, and I'm not saying it's a negative response. I'm just saying it's a common response. Why did I come back to Harrisburg? And so what do we do to say, why not come back to Harrisburg? You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to break that thing. Cause that just, <laughs> I mean, for instance, where you're working out now, Connie, is there somewhere here that if you wanted to up and leave there, you can do the same thing you're doing where you at here? That's a very great question. So I could, yep, I could. I work right now as a senior marketing manager. So I made it damn near to executive level right Mm. now in the work that I'm doing, which which is a blessing for me. Um, Could I do that in Harrisburg? Like we got great companies up there, Hershey. um, Hershey's an awesome company. I can't think of anymore, but it's more up there. It's definitely plenty. Part of the issue with... Huh? I said there's definitely plenty. You're right. Yeah. Part of my issue with Harrisburg wasn't necessarily the work per se. So for me, it's more personal. My family is dysfunctional as a motherfucker up there. Okay. Most of my most traumatic, painful moments happen in that okay. city. Okay. And a lot of my family and the people I'm close to, they're still stuck in the trauma. And I would be too if if you don't get away, no doubt. Got it. So that's the difference. Harrisburg. I went the 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 last time I was up there when I lived up there, I ended up connecting with people that weren't from Harrisburg. So I tried to branch out. They love it. Mm -hmm. They do, but they don't have the same connection to the trauma. I do. Memphis is the same way. It's people down here that hate this place, and I see why. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of violence. A lot of bad things, but I love Memphis. Mm-hmm. So you don't have that the, the trauma. Didn't come, the, the, it's a different. You like you hear like the Chicago, everybody. You know, leaving Chicago's this and that, and some other people move to Chicago, like those major cities, lawyers, whatever you do. Like it just depends on what right is for one person to another. I just have to deal with a lot every time I come back to Harrisburg, like every time. So, Mm. Mm. and don't go up there and be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, (laughs) don't do that now. Now you're doing too much. Are you showing off? Or what the fuck you so happy for? (laughs) Damn, you can't be happy. Life is good. All right. You were supposed to be moving back for like six months. It's done. And, and being married too and divorced and I don't you know, it, it's just best for me to be where I'm at. No doubt, no doubt. It'd it be like that. Cool. Hope that answers your question, Rita Pick. You know what I mean? That answered your question? It did, it did. She She's very eloquent. Look, what do they say? Uh, oh, she speaks so eloquently. Or she's <laughs> like, well, I know how to talk. Like, you know, <laughs> Oh, no, I can give you the other version if you want. Word. I got a good balance. I swing exactly. back and forth. Cold switching is what we call it. 
So you are learning to do that in the professional world. <laughs> so you hold the title as what? What's that title you hold down there? Um, I'm a senior marketing manager. So I'm or, basically an executive level leadership. I run a, a marketing and communications department. No doubt. Can I can I cold switch real quick? You can. Boss bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I appreciate you so much. I think uh, all women have a little bit of boss bitch inside of them. Of course, you got to. Some women just aren't. I'm gonna be a bitch. It. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the, the. I'm gonna show you the right frame of bitch, though. Right. You frame. You can frame your bitch any way you want to. You sure enough can. You just gotta know how to do it. This is crazy. Right. I get crucified. I use that word, yo. I use the word. I, oh my god, I'm. I'm I'm Kevin Sanders. I'm Hitler. I'm I'm just (laughs) no. Make sure just make sure you talk about female dogs. (laughs) Connotation is everything, right? So the implication of what you're trying to say, because I've seen you use it on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and it's not always in a positive way, right? So when she called me a boss bitch, she's basically saying. You on your shit. Like she could have yeah. called me a boss lady. Yeah, but usually when thing. I use that word, I ain't talking about bitches. I ain't talking about Who's no positive. I ain't talking about no positive women. So sometimes that word it, it fits some of these bitches. I'm, so the so if you're not meaning it in a positive way, why would I receive it in a positive manner? You didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. For, but if I'm not talking about these, if I'm not talking about something that can uh, that you can take that the, the shoe don't fit, you, you know, ain't no need to be offended. Because again, see, again, it's all cool when y'all use it and however you want to use it. Cool. If you can use the word and it's positive when you use it, I can use the word. But I'm saying if you're directing it towards a person. So when I see you on Facebook doing it, you're not talking to me. But again, as a woman, that's for all women. I am one of them like, girl, girl, you're not giving him the right feedback, okay? But I, I, you know, when I see you on Facebook, I do somewhat understand. I feel like you have almost a hierarchy of respect for certain people, right? It depends what this person is doing. Right. If you perceive them to be someone worthy of respect. Um, but truthfully, some of our sisters and brothers, whatever you want to call them, the people, are, they just a little misguided. You know what I mean? They just a little off. Mm-hmm. So if they knew better, they possibly could Would do, do better. Right about that. But some of them don't. But understand, I definitely could have said boss lady, boss woman. I could have said any other type of thing, but bitch. I said that because I was tying into the conversation of, of this is where I came from. I came from, I came from the hood. I, you know what I mean? And we're talking about the code of language. And like, I could speak both languages. So I was speaking the language that still was a positive language, but the language of bitch comes from that, as they say. No, yeah. it's not ghetto anymore. Y'all know where it came from. Nine, it came from the motherfucking 90s. No, 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 no. 90s no, 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 rap, about, 90s culture. Not, you know, that word was like for real. Movies, everything, like, you know. I, I know, but I'm just talking about your other podcast that I was on, and I was talking about it's not ghetto anymore. It's real. Oh. Oh yeah, they ain't, they ain't hear that one. We ain't drop. We ain't drop that. We ain't drop that one, Sharita. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody heard that but you. That's still a good. That's still a good. But no, so uh, yes, absolutely. No, absolutely, you're a lady. Absolutely, but 
and so I in no means was coming at you in any I type of disrespect. We know you. I accept man. that compliment. If no, I just want if you would have called me a boss bitch, I wouldn't have been offended. I'd be like, yeah, nigga. gotcha. Yeah, I could have said lady though, but I was just trying to tie in the we can speak both languages. Right. I, I can I can meet you here and I can meet you over here too. Exactly. And I love that type of energy though, because one oh. of the things I feel like has been hard for me is between being somebody that's from the hood and mm-hmm. feeling like I'm not accepted there and being somebody in the professional world and feeling like I'm not accepted there. And mm-hmm. I'm learning to just be myself. Like I can't, I got the best of both worlds. So let yeah. me, let me ask this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you a black woman mm-hmm. in a black city. Are you working for a black corporate? Are you in black corporation company? I'm not. So I was, uh, I just started this new job in March. So for three years, I worked for a, a company that was blackity black, black, black as hell. So what, what's <laughs> the difference? That in Memphis. So tell me, tell us what's the difference between working for that black company and now working for a, a white corporate company? It's some differences for sure. Now, let me say this about the, the new company I'm working for that's white. They are global and we work remote. At the black company I was at, excuse me, we were working in the office. I will say one thing I loved about working at the black company is people was just real all the time. But sometimes people didn't know how to turn that off and be respectful or know what to say and not to say to people. Um, the new company I'm at, they are a lot more accommodating of my life. Oh my God, they love talking about they got the animals. They be having them on the meetings and shit. Um, the be, food is nasty. Look, look, they be in the middle of the Zoom. Hold, hold. Come here, Alfred. That's the dog's name and shit. Exactly, <laughs> yep. Cats and dogs be in the Zoom and shit. You're going to have some conversation about some damn pets. The technology is better. The processes are better. Um, a lot of the people I work with now have PhDs. They smart as shit. I be feeling dumb as fuck. They are smart. Not saying that the people at the other company weren't smart, but it was different. It was a lot of niggas showing off. I'm going to be the best dressed nigga up in here. Fuck this work. The main focus. It ain't like that at my new company. Hmm. You better do some goddamn work. So that's to me, that's the difference. But I'm appreciative for both experiences. What about sexism? in the corporate world dealing with either company? So because I'm remote, I have not experienced that too much at the new company. Um, now at the old company, I was there was a lot of black people and um, you were allowed to fraternize with your coworkers as far as like dating them and stuff like that. And I noticed that in my opinion, the men treat the women differently based on if they're attracted to them or not. You could get more opportunities if you were perceived to be an attractive woman. I noticed that. Um, A lot of the men wanted to date all the different women, sleep with them. But the the biggest area of sexism I noticed was if I want to fuck you, then I'm going to try to be nice to you here. I try to give you this promotion and I've seen it firsthand. I experienced it. All because you want some pussy, nigga? That's crazy to me. Pussy rule the world, man. Pussy rules the world. 
It does. Everything a man does. It, it, it brings life into it. Everything a man does is now, for that women person. will realize that, though. The power that they hold. Some of, some of them do. And some of, some of them do. Right. And they, you know, they use it accordingly. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a lot of them that also don't either. Like, you know what I mean? I think the things would change in a sense. Because I feel like men... I don't know. For women, I feel like, okay, I was born with a vagina. This is what it is. I live my life. But men, like, really treasure that shit on a whole nother level that I don't think that women do. Like, it's just a part of us. Like, but men have made it so exclusive and they've told us you can and can't do this with your vagina and da 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 da. But nigga, you don't have one. But men sure do seem to be preoccupied with vaginas. A lot. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Way too much for my comfort for a person that doesn't have one. But like I say, in response to that though, like you, you gotta men, men at the end of the day, yeah, pussy's the the thing that make the world go round. But men control all the laws, so it's like a, it's no choice that they would be the one to make the law, telling the woman what to do with their body. Not saying that it's right. Not saying that it's right, but you know, like I said, your gynecologist is probably a man. I had to tell somebody that when we was talking about the um, the shortage on breast milk, and you know, some some chicks just come out with the attitude: men need to shut up. They don't have a right to tell a woman, yeah, 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 with their body. Like, hold up, like so because I have, because I'm not, because I don't have breasts, I can't make an opinion about you know, the breast milk thing or should women breastfeed more X, Y, Z, you know what I mean? So I, I, I just always try to throw that out there when y'all try to say, uh, cause again, the man delivers the baby seven times out of 10. The man's the gynecologist probably six times out of 10. You know, you know me, I always so got to be- thoughts on that. I feel as though, so my gynecologist is a man, but I'm ready to fire his ass. You know why? Cause sometimes men can be a little unsympathetic to certain issues with women. Makes sense. And I don't think men mean to be that way. I think it's just a logical thought process. Do this, X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. Women sometimes we understand each other on a different level. And and leadership is a good example of this because there's some research that shows, I don't want to say women make better leaders, but women are more well-rounded leaders because we don't just think logically. There's an emotional component that's important to being a leader. And sometimes men like that. Skip over that. I agree with that. You know, I agree with that. I, 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 I really, when I just in the working field, I kind of, I don't know. I always got along with women bosses more than men bosses, and I think that that emotional side that that's definitely the you know what I mean the main kicker. I know that's in there. Because listen, I had a chick that I'm working for. She the supervisor. She knew nothing about a warehouse. But the thing I did, like, like, so again, she really knew nothing about the daily operations, but she had the people skills and everybody liked her. So that kind of helped everybody work for her. You know what I mean? It'd be little shit like that. But I definitely feel you on that. When, women kind of, when, when you just even look at, look at our community, most women run the household. Most women got the leadership skills in our community because they're the ones that's that's holding down the households and leading households and shit. So, you know what I mean? I definitely, I can't fully disagree with that. I wish that, that would be respected more, though, as far as, especially with black women 
running the households because I, I hate to hear the narrative that women, black women are trying to get rid of black men or we don't want black men in the household. That is not true. When you look at the statistics, it can be hard to keep a black man in the household. One of the reasons is because of incarceration. There are, it's a large percentage of black men that are incarcerated. Then you have a large percentage of black men that don't make enough money or a large percentage that are illiterate. So that kind of leaves a lot to fall on the women. And I feel like society should do a better job at praising these women instead of putting them down. Like you're such a bad, our community is in bad shape because these people were raised by single mothers. Well, now you have put no responsibility on the fathers. And I, I feel you. But some of it too is part of a, a of of a harsh reality as well, though. So again, if these are the people that is raising the kids, and then this is how these kids is turning out, not that not that you know that's definitely got to focus on why the father ain't there. The father definitely that plays a part in, and you know what I mean, how them kids is raised as well. But like I say, not not the and they ain't even try to try to shit on you know what I mean, single moms. But we just got to be real when we when we bring that up, like. Cause I know plenty, 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 plenty people raised by single mom, outstanding men, daughters. I can salute, you know what I mean. But that's a small percentage. But see, I know people that were raised by a mother and a father, and they ain't still. all that they cracked up to be. And me personally, Truth. I was raised by a teenage mother and my stepfather, who raised me from three months old. My mom and my my stepdad, who I call my real dad. They got married, and so I grew up in a household with a mother and father, but it was toxic as hell. So sometimes I wish my had mom that single... was a single mom because uh, yeah. that did not help having him in the household. It just did not. It taught me nothing because I still picked the wrong niggas. It didn't help me. So That's... it's kind of like we have to find that balance between – the single mom may not always be the best case scenario, but we have to work with what we got. We and got. I, I completely, I, I do believe that women should do a better job at picking, picking quality oh, men. Well, I was, oh, I put my hand down and I don't even need to chime in. I was about to ask women do, but, but think about it this way. Cause in my case, my, my ex-husband, he's in the feds, right? Mm-hmm. Now I, I end up doing something with my life, getting out the hood, but I met him when I was 14 years old. We were kids. So at that age, being in the hood, where were the better quality men I had to pick from? Where, where were they? Where were they at? And that book, to that 14 tell, years old, you shouldn't have been worried about no boys. That's what. I, <laughs> well, I got married. <laughs> Look at You're the right, dad speaking. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I shouldn't have been. I agree. But 18, 19. I think I got married when I was like 19 or 20. Like, Damn, man, you got married young. Damn. I did. We got married very young. So still, I, I'm just now getting around this better quality of men. It was not presented to me in my community. No offense. And you had to elevate yourself a little bit. You had to do better for you to, to kind of be around these better men. Right. Yes. And and see, you so, know what? I think I think that's what a lot of, not to shit on these women, I think that's part of a lot of women's um, problem is like, all right, you work cool, work a rec, but you work 
take care of the kids, X, Y, Z, boom, boom, boom. But then you expecting or be looking for these men that's supposed to be elevated or X, Y, Z. But it's like, sis, you got a basic regular job. Like, you you do the basic shit. Like, you going to get a basic nigga, like. You got to you got to you got to you got to elevate yourself to, to get these type of people you claim people be claiming they want. Like you, you might see him posting. I want the man that's going like you'll see a chick posting man should pay all the bills in the house. And it's like, yo, sis, you make more than every nigga you ever dealt with. What niggas going to pay all the bills if okay, you make so more money than comment about that is so. But this is the thing. We have convenient application of what should happen when we want to. So those ideals, they come from, they come from a place. Like if you watch your grandparents grow up or you watch them, or you just have a general understanding or idea that this is how a household is supposed to be. So if the household, I don't have a problem being, you know, submissive with respect still in line. I think that's probably the generational change or shift. Because submissive before is just, you just take whatever the fuck they give you. And then, like, you know what I mean? But, like, now it's like, I can still be submissive and respect you in my idea of what a household is. My idea of a household is the man is the head of the household. If you want to be the head of the household, you don't have to be demeaning or disrespectful to be that. And you don't have to pay all the bills. But in the general thinking of how things started, that's the idea of what the household looked like. Mm-hmm. The man takes care of the home. The woman takes care of the children and the man. And that's it. But you mean, yes, you can always shift and, and, and maneuver an, a foundation of something. A foundation of an idea can always be modified and changed. But you have to talk. And you have to think about it. But the, the, the thing is, disrespect starts coming in. And I, that's not cool. Like, you know, the, the, the single mother thing, and I get it. And it, but you, a lot of times guys say this and then they get mad when women say this about them. And it's like, y'all not thinking cohesively or whatever. Sometimes, yes, a relationship don't work. They don't work for whatever reason. That don't make you a bad parent. What makes you a bad parent is not being a parent. You might be, you could be the best motherfucking parent on earth. You just suck as a boyfriend or, or, or a wife or a girlfriend. That's so whole, just show up for the shit you're supposed to for. You know, that's a totally different, you know what I mean? You know, that's a whole episode in itself. <laughs> oh, did I go off saying Nah, you ain't going off. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, you are getting all correlated. I'm just, I'm just saying you already know because we didn't have them talks about, you know, people not being a good boyfriend or husband, but a, a great father. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it's they still do. drama. You know what I mean? That still leads to mm. some people raising that kid yeah. by themselves. But like I said, that's a totally different story. But look, we're going to take a quick break real quick. <laughs> While all the technology is working on point and shit. And before we take this quick break, don't forget, listeners, if you're a first time listener, if you're a second time listener, even if this is what, episode 76, even if you're a 76-time listener, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. Get that Anchor app. You can send us messages. You can also send us some support by clicking the support. You can get you a monthly subscription. 
to help us sustain more shows like the one you are listening to now. Don't forget, if you like it, you listen, you like, don't forget to share on social media. Share, share, share. And what else was I going to say? Read a pic? It was something else I had to tell him. I don't know. But Connie's con- dope. Connie's dope. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There, there it is. <laughs> That's all I heard. This I girl power shit, man. Look at this girl power shit, man. I love it. Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Some ball. Let's close your ears. We got some boss bitches in the house, and we be right back. How about that? Look at him. No matter who you are, where you live, or your life situation may be in, relationships of all kinds have influenced your life. Both positive and negative relationships have an impact on our physical and mental health and our overall well-being. The book from author Dr. Lamar Spencer, The Depth and Diversity Within Relationships, available on Amazon and the author's website, drlamarspencer.com, offers true accounts of love, loss, joy, and stress. These collections aim to encourage, inspire, and share experiences that have helped others just like you navigate relationships. In this must-read book, read about recommendations concerning mindfulness and relationships, as well as recommended keys to building positive relationships and the importance of setting boundaries. You will learn to build more positive and lasting relationships through this book, The Depth and Diversity Within Relationships, from author Dr. Lamar Spencer. Order your copy right now on Amazon and drlamarspencer.com. Oh, whatever. No, I was yo, saying, don't get Yo, 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 yo. We back, we back, we back. Oh, she, she, yeah, we it. back, we back. No, she wanted her own. She <laughs> said she wanted the women empowerment part, the, the platform, and that's what we are, the second half. That's how we started out. Ain't that how we started out? Free she Britney Grinder, right? She about to get a whip. She yeah. about to get a whip. Woman empowerment power. <laughs> she already won. <laughs> right. Not that I don't wop. Know if I could do that. That wop. You could do that it. Wet. Yeah, that wop. Yeah, that wop. You, could, you, you already, you could do it. You could do it. You, could, you a good talker. <laughs> now that is wet, funny wet. as hell. Yeah. The wop. The wop. She got that wop. Wop. <laughs> See. Okay, I'm sorry. I should. I should. No, I, I was about to say. See that that that's the that's the version of the slut walk or some shit. The, the wet wet. Right. <laughs> right. Gotta stay focused. But yo, we yeah, back. It's close your ears. It's it's Rita pick. It's Ice pick. Cousin Rick, Eric Hicks, whichever name y'all should choose. And of course, it's Lecontier. That's did I say it right? <laughs> You did, Lacantier. Uh, Miss Connie. She got one of them names. You got to make sure you, you pronounced it right if you ain't used to saying her name. <laughs> Yo, everybody says it the way you just said it, though. They always try to be nice and smooth, like Lacantier. No, they trying to pronounce it. They ain't trying to be nice. <laughs> they trying to sound that shit well, out. Trust me. <laughs> well, I appreciate so, that, because it gives my name a little... A little flirt, a little... A little a little spice, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm crazy. <laughs> they they trying to make sure they say it right. I feel you. Yeah, that's all. And that's, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's different. Like we we thought you was Creole. You know I mean, you down in that Memphis area. Come that's to what find, I was thinking. Come to find out, she from Sixth Street. I'm like, man, these niggas, man. No, yeah. remember more when murder. I said it? I was, I was like that. <laughs> I said it's so funny. I said I was thinking. I did say Louisiana. I was like Creole, you know. And then I was like, her last name Williams, though. <laughs> I said, why she ain't got no other creative name? <laughs> nope. <laughs> what's so crazy is my sister, and my brother back home, 
my sister's name is Courtney and my brother's name is Christopher. Courtney and, and Christopher. I'm Lacan- so does this have does your name have a meaning? Yeah, it means the story or the fairy tale. Ooh, well, it makes sense. Listen, it makes well, wait sense. A minute now, sis. Hold on. She on here and just told a motherfucking dope okay. ass story. Mm-hmm. Right. And it would be some there will be some black ghetto kids at the, the, the ghetto thing I put in quotes. Y'all can't see me, even though I'm sure Eric would tell you that I was doing quotes as I said it. But she did basically told the storyteller that she got a master's, barely get her bachelor's. This young, beautiful woman got her master's. And she did it in circumstances that on paper, she was not supposed to win like that. So, right. so that name, baby, I'm not even going to call you Tony no more. Girl, you better say your real name. <laughs> That's oh, right. Who shout that? <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, it, no it has a meaning. We salute you, so, yes. sis. And, and, and again, yes. that's what Close Your Ears is about. It ain't all, like I said, we here to promote businesses, brands, and all that good shit, but we also want to shine the light that we got some people that get mm-hmm. it done. It's, it's a lot of positive people yeah. from our community, no matter where they Absolutely. at. Harrisburg, PA, mm-hmm. Memphis, Tennessee, you know what I mean? It's just like just like we shout out, you know, the people I can shine and shout out from here. It's a millions of people down where she's at. Just like that is, you know, just just not the platform, mm-hmm. not too many platforms that that focus on. You know what I mean? Giving people they flowers. You know the regular people. You know what I mean? We we the regular ones. You know what I mean? Most of the podcasts they only you know the popular podcasts yeah. they only they only bigging up the celebrities and you know what I mean? Shit like that. Yo. I did have a chick. Listen at this shit. Oh my god! I had a chick. So you, know, you know how I send out the the links. You know I inbox the links for the joint. Come listen. To, you know listen to my podcast and shit. Yeah. So the chick hit me back. She sent her link to her OnlyFans. So I'm like, okay, interesting. What? Yeah. yeah. I'm like interesting. So I'm like, okay. I was like. I'm like, well, would you come on a podcast? I, I've been, I've been dying to get somebody from OnlyFans because I know y'all get a lot of criticism. You know, you know, I would like to hear what y'all got to say about it. So she's like, well, are you one of those people that criticizes? I'm like, nah, y'all. I said, y'all ain't no internet strippers, the online strippers to me. I don't judge them. I don't judge y'all. So she's like, listen, she's like, I'll do it, but you got to pay me. So I'm like, sis. I said, hold on, hold on. So, you know, I got to throw the pitch. I got, you know what I mean? I'm like, sis, I mean, coming on here, I can help you get more people. You might, you might possibly right. get more subscribers. So what am, what, you know, I said, what, what am I paying you for exactly? I'm like, how many followers do you got? Or you, you know what I mean? She was like, oh, my followers is basic. And she was like, you paying me for my time. I'm, I'm ready to say you funky whore. Like. Who the fuck would? And, but you gotta see the bitch. I'm sorry, don't say bitch. You gotta see her though. I knew you was about to. No, no, I ain't worried about the bitch. I knew you was about to say that she was not that fine. I knew it was coming. Yeah. I knew it. I could tell by how the story was going. First of all, she don't understand marketing. She don't understand because that would have been free exposure for her. She could have promoted her OnlyFans. Her funky. She could have promoted her funky ass. I would have. You know what I mean? Oh. 
See that pay me for my time? That's stripper talk right there. Stripper talk, but guess what? Ooh, that's, that's, but but see, and a strip club, but, but I, and, for, for I entertained time. it a little bit because, like, again, now if you got a blue check by your name and Instagram or on Facebook, you're kind of okay. Something supposed you you can get paid. People like that can get paid for for their time to do a little right. funky podcast or interview. But I, bitch, I got more friends than I got a bigger following than you. You talking about paid you for you? Who the fuck is you? I'm like, yo, and I get it. You know, if that's your, if she feels that that's her lane and she's going to really get the bag out of that shit, cool, I get it. But, bitch, we didn't close your ears and had a lot more prominent guests than your funky ass. <laughs> thank LeConte, Le, Le, Le I thank you for not charging me to, for, for your time this Sunday evening. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I thank you for just letting me come here and, you, and talk. I appreciate yeah. the opportunity. Cause I seen you playing on that pole too, so you ain't no telling if you might get in your. Uh... <laughs> Listen, that, that's how I know that she was talking stripper talk to you. I know exactly. Where her, you said I did. You, oh, I mean, on your on your. That's what you so do on. That's what you do on Saturday nights. Because I know that's what I do on Saturday night. Strip. Yeah. Or pole dance. Pole dance. Mm-hmm. No. No pole dance no. for real. Pole dance, well, it doesn't have to be a Saturday night. Like, I really pole dance. I have a pole in my room. I have a trainer. Uh, but from being in that world, I have connected with people that are in that life. Um, the person that trains me used to strip. I guess she still does it. Let me say entertain or dance, because there's levels to that, too. Right, right. right. Between the strippers. Um, yeah. and, and the dancers, and I'm mostly connected with women that work in gentlemen's clubs. So the one thing about a gentlemen's club is, bitch, if you don't know how to have an intellectual conversation, oh, you're not going to make money. <gasps> because those white men in there, want you will get paid just for talking. Yeah, it's good to know some tricks up on that pole, but since you ain't got to do too much, you already got the package, like, it's somebody in that strip club that yeah. likes you just the way you look. Because I have seen some girls in there. I'm like, how the fuck? But niggas will throw that money. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what you got up here in a, in a mm-hmm. gentleman's club, though. I'm making that distinction. It's the difference between a gentleman's club and mm-hmm. a strip club. And the booty club. Booty club. There are motherfuckers that, like, that conversation and you just at, being able to just like... And they be like, oh, I thought I was balancing something over you. You giving me some... And you could go back and forth with somebody that wants to get something off there or whatever, anything. Hold on, we trying to get the difference. What's the difference between the gentleman's club, the strip club, and the booty club? Um, So I almost consider the booty club the strip club. But when I say booty club, I'm mainly talking about the more urban clubs, which you can make, you will definitely make money in the urban club. I would never deny that. I feel like the dancers there have to work a little bit harder because... You got to know how to do tricks. If you don't got a big butt, you better know how to work the butt you have. You will be dancing all night in those platform shoes, but you can make money, but you don't need to converse as much. You don't need to carry on a conversation. Gentlemen's club with the white men, sit here and talk. Here's a hundred. You look nice. Here's a hundred. Private room. You make your money off of that. They could be about a thousand dollars. And, you know, in the booty club, strip club, gentlemen's club, either way, you always got to pay your fees, house fees, percentage or whatever you make. Back to the club. 
back to the club. And then you also invest in yourself because if you care about your line of work, it's a hustle. So you need your hair, makeup, nails, you know, body and all that. This ain't for the like $20, $40 bitches. This is for, I really get money off of this. This is my hustle. And I don't knock that at all. I don't either, man. You can't, because like I say, that's one of the oldest industries in the game, the sex industry, period. So, And men go in there and spend money. I always think it's so funny when women get accused of kind of being like lonely. Um, I guess women are lonely to a certain degree. But look at these lonely, tricking-ass niggas. Right. I never seen no club where women go to spend money on men just to talk to them, but you will see that often. Oh, women do that too. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I won't say they don't, but it's the strip club. That's you're going to see that a lot there. Or so how, I heard. I, Niggas like Lance. How do you? Then 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 the nigga like Lance sh- at your door. Right. Or talk something about something where there's a whole industry surrounding. If they're not there to do it, then who the fuck's going to do it? You said what? I said, how do you shun something or an activity where there's a whole industry around it? Like, who's going to do the stripping? Whether it's booty, gentlemen, right. you know you know what I mean? Like, so, like, why does it have to be an issue? This is just not Are you talking about thing. it in, 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 are you talking about I, in, in, in the sense, like, how do niggas shame it? That's what you mean? How does anybody shame anything? Right. That is an actual, that's an industry that somebody's buying this shit. Somebody's spending money on it. So somebody has to be involved. Some men in the, process. Go in the strip club looking for, for a wife, girlfriend. Yeah. They date uh. strippers. So pole dancing changed my entire, I never really looked at them negatively. But it changed my perspective on what men say and what men do. That made a difference right there. Okay. Fuck with this nigga. Watch what he's doing. You know what I mean? Because you have niggas that I'll never date this and da 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 da. But you can only speak for yourself because for every nigga that don't or won't, none of the nigga will. will And will happily do it. That's why I'm like, nigga, you may not do it, but it's somebody out here that will. So mm. just interacting with those women that are dancers and hearing their stories. And then it's all types of men that go into the club, uh, millionaires, broke niggas, homeless, just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your, what's your stripper name? <laughs> my pole dancer name. Oh, my fault. Your pole <laughs> dancer name. <laughs> pole dancer name. She keep catching me. She mm-hmm. don't strip at all, y'all. She don't. <laughs> name is a uh, honey hold up you, you really got a pole dancer name i was just playing <laughs> no i really have a pole dancer name honey yeah okay yeah it's almost like an alter ego and you know what i love it too. <laughs> i love it because as a professional woman i think that i believe that women should be able to express themselves and be comfortable. Like, I don't have to be one way. Do I think the whole world needs to see it or know about it? No, but I feel like I should be comfortable and saying, okay, I do this type of work and sometimes I pole dance or sometimes I party and sometimes I do X, Y, Z and at the end of the day, it doesn't take away from my intelligence or who I am as a woman. Hell so nah. do you think it's more of a like, a, 
you think it's more of a like, hey, bro, listen, uh, 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 it's on my terms. How I maneuver, this is on my terms. Mm-hmm. This is not what you expected me to do. But go to, don't get it twisted. I could give it to you. And I don't even, quote, but look, I, I just, you know. I don't even <laughs> see how a dude would even, could even like look at you for pole dancing in that way. Cause usually when I, cause I know I'm friends with a few people that do that shit. And it's usually y'all, mm-hmm. the camera, and y'all on that pole by yourself. Now, it might be a group of y'all sometimes, but again, it's, that's a hell of a, I look at it, that's a hell of a fucking workout. That's how I look at that shit. Baby! Like, I'm baby. like... About, them thighs get worked out. Like, when you first starting, the bruises... Them thighs get oh, bruises. oh, you be on the pole too, Rita Pick? You be on the pole too? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> we got secret. The secrets is coming out. No. <laughs> Oh, well, me and Miss Williams had a sidebar, mm. and then we just—you <laughs> <laughs> know—I don't think I've had any men because it's not like when I'm talking to a man, I'm like, "Hey, I pole dance." I don't think I've had any men like come at me about pole dancers. I think the men would have a harder time with me being in like a position of leadership or. Maybe I might be considered an alpha woman. I'm not really sure. I don't consider myself that, but um, that wow, might be that's what they have a hard time with. So, what does that sound like? So, what? So, so she she said that she's a feminist. Mm-hmm. I think you're a meninist, Eric. I'm a meninist. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a, a meninist. <laughs> I don't, I made it up today. Meninist. <laughs> okay, so what's the definition of a meninist? It sounds like somebody knock on your door on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Anything that y'all be talking about and y'all don't think that we should be talking about it and y'all just have like your own I don't know. You trying to paint me something and then you can't even you don't even know what you trying to paint me. Ain't this some shit? I ain't got I didn't go I ain't had my paintbrush with this. Yeah. I'm gonna go get them tomorrow and then I'll let you know the next episode. <laughs> I will I will firmly describe you as the you, I will do my research tonight. I'm Yo, sorry, bro. So what's your thing? But no, uh for real. What you think about this one? I don't know. No. Okay. Trav you you know the football player Travis Kelsey? That's my dude. That's your dude? What do you do? He broke up with his girlfriend. His, a, his he, girlfriend broke the, Are you asking me what he's doing or are you about uh, no, I'm saying he plays for the Chiefs. Yeah, nigga, listen. I'm about to tell you what happened. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> His girlfriend <laughs> broke up with him because he made her pay half the bills and only gave her $100 their entire time together. That's why they broke up. She And his girlfriend was black. What's your thoughts? Yes, I do know. See, I do know. There that. you go. I, go. This is your time to go. I go. I I didn't know about the news. But wait a minute. Now, when you say $100, <laughs> he gave her $100 every time he paid. No, that's all he gave he her the whole the time they was together. She had to pay 50% of the bills. And the whole time they was together, this millionaire only gave her $100. So I okay, feel so like wait, so some things <laughs> were definitely me. assumed in the beginning of the relationship. The fact that he was a millionaire, she assumed. That's the what I'm getting that he was going to do X, Y, and Z. And to me, this is why it's important to have conversations in the beginning about expectations and roles. Mm. Um, 
I want my relationship to be like this. Are you on board with this? I feel like men and women have to, in this day and age, you have to have this conversation. This is what I want my relationship to look like. If you're not on board with that, then we don't need to be in a relationship. I'm not assuming because a man is a millionaire. I kind of would a little bit. Oh, I was about to I say. <laughs> yeah, I had to catch myself. I would, but I'm still, I still would have a conversation. I'm a person that I like to have a clear understanding. That's the type of woman I am. So I would probably say, because I've been burned by too many niggas. Like, they didn't got me too good. So, uh-uh. So, they, that means that in this relationship, you paying all the bills or, like, it don't hurt to ask. I wonder, I'm curious to what does she What's do so- for a living? I'm just curious. I mean, obviously she, she was paying half. Yeah. yeah. Until she couldn't pay half. <laughs> Until she got tired of it. Yeah. Bitches, look, the bitches was in her air like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's kind of like, if you make most of the money. Uh-uh. <laughs> he make, not, he, girl, he played for the for the, for the chefs. They only can't they don't know what team he played. <laughs> Whoever he, girl, what? You know they was in her air you like. You ring, money. Yeah. You was over there bouncing champagne on everybody at the parade. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get more than a hundred dollars. I feel like something wrong with that because I feel like when a man really. No. He racist. Like. But see, oh, no, you know what? He racist. He's a meninist. He's a what? He's a meninist. <laughs> <she can>. He's <laughs> a meninist. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he sounds like. Like he's trying to. He's a meninist. Oh, getting, and I'm then getting, you threw me in the category with this. <laughs> my, that's what, my definition is coming to you real okay. soon. Okay, I can see me being a millionaire. I can see me being a millionaire making a bitch pay half. Because, I can see. Uh, what if she only gave him a hundred dollars worth of pussy throughout the whole relationship? Hey, hey. So baby, that's what I'm saying. This it's, is balance right here because the fact that if I'm not giving you money as a woman. But if I'm taking care of the house, I'm sleeping with you and I'm giving it to you good. I'm taking care of these kids. I'm supporting you. I'm being feminine. And mm, maybe it would. The scale's tipping now. All you can give me so, is $100. I know my worth, baby. And you ain't but bro, like, you could, you could give me $100 every month. <laughs> he gave her. You talk about, you said the lifetime of the relationship. <laughs> That's what I said. So what was she no, doing this nigga? Niggas like, is tipping I, I more than that in the in the in the gentleman's club, right? <laughs> Bro, that shit you can't even get a gas tank full because I'm pretty sure you got a car that costs way more in gas. You got premium gas. A hundred dollars ain't gonna fill my tank up. I want a divorce. I mean, you need a woman with her own money, like her real own bag. I bet you But she was paying half, so she gotta have a bag though. If she was, they, they said she was going half on But now on she paying half of what, though? Whatever. Half of, of, Listen, he a millionaire, a so we already assuming he's kind of living in a big house. But he's, he, also, he's also Tracy Kelly, so he's not the, he might have his, a hold up, fucking what's, what's row home. What's his name? Maybe her expectations were or whoever the fuck, Kelsey. I'm sorry, Kelsey. Call him Tracy Kelly. Her expectations may have been unrealistic. Maybe you know they went saying. half on the bills, and he spent his money, and she spent her money. Because sometimes women can be unrealistic, straight up. And I don't so know what, what the conversation this, they had. I don't know, but if my sister... if my sister, But did she get the 100 when he said that, all right, this relationship ain't working, here's $100? Well, 
Wait, when did she get her hundred? I don't know. I don't know. I know if my sister was it a four hundred? Was it broken down? If like, my if my sister's screwing a nigga in the NFL and he's making, especially if he's making okay. the type of money that Mr. Kelsey's making, mm-hmm. that's correct. Yeah, my 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 sister can't be going half, yo. What's going on over here? Once 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 you get a ring, as I don't NFL care. Player, Listen, once you get a ring. Listen, because at the end of the day, I got the mindset that a man should always want to be able to provide for his lady. So, like, what was his intentions with her? She just something with, like, where was the relationship going? Like, you ain't want to take, you got the money to take care of this woman, and you don't even want to take, you know what I mean? But that just still, but even take, let's strip all that away and just go back to what Miss Williams said. If you have the communication up front, then you have the decision to say, this is not what I want. I'm going to go this way. You can go that way. But then get caught up in a right. He's making millions. So maybe I'll just stick around and see if he changes his mind. Or I'll try to change maybe, his mind, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. So it's all about, I, I don't know why people think it's so dumb. Because we communicate all the time. Effectively, not. But communicating is the thing. I'm going to tell you right now, up front, I'm not wasting no hours, no minutes. I'm not doing all that. So what do you want to do? Yes. But this is only our first date. Yeah. And we don't have to have a second one if you don't understand <laughs> that if this date go, if this date goes well, then uh, this is what I'm not going to tolerate. And this is what I am. I basically am ba- I'm basic as hell. I don't need much. Listen. At the end of the day, I can move. I think her pussy whack. But end I'm just saying, it's, it's not making sense. Oh. It don't make sense. I think her, her pussy oh, was he, whack. He, he's talking about Kelsey. He's talking yeah. about Kelsey, woman, not me. Because oh yeah, that, that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even begin to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I, I ain't even know she. I ain't even know you had a pussy. Ill, shut up. Like, because <laughs> you think I'm straight, nigga, right? Shut up. You know? That was funny. That's no, funny. Anyway, so but yeah, no communication is everything. In all, in every Maybe he just whack straight up. Like, damn, he's he just a whack ass nigga he, with a whack ass mentality. He might be, but let's see his pussy shit. She, I mean, if it's so whack, go get you another one, then because you got. All the she money left him though. Hold on, she there. left him though. So you know, because all he gave her was a hundred. I think they both retarded, to be quite honest. I ain't really finding. I ain't really feeling neither one of them in that scenario. Yeah, I don't know either. I can't. Yeah. All right, how y'all so feel about this? Somebody found somebody either sucking somebody or somebody was fucking somebody. I don't know. It can't be that. <laughs> I can't understand. You can't be doing that for so long and then all of a sudden now it's too much for me. I can't keep paying half. Like if something happened. She, saw, she probably saw this contract. Place. She he see he probably lied to her and he didn't tell her he was making that much money. She probably Googled. Somebody probably told her, like, sis, you know this nigga make thirty-eight <laughs> million dollars a year. He was gonna change his mind. And see, you got now, a better chance of changing a tire before you try to change a nigga's mind. Like you up. can't and white people was very frugal a, with their money. <laughs> yeah, and he white. Yo, you missed that. That's why I said he racist. I'm like, yo, yeah, giving that nigga right. bitch all that money, man. Fuck out of here. 
He white as This is how he's thinking, not go, me. Like, this is I'm thinking this is no, his mindset. No, <laughs> she said I gotta go modify my comments. Hold on, let me go no, back to what because you said. White men will mm-hmm. drop that bag, okay? They that that's they, they will pay them bills. So something's off what? there. Her what? vagina, what? I told you, her her vagina might not be up to par. That's what it sounds she said, like. She said, I these gentlemen's club, so let me go back. The white man's yeah. the original trick. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. They would spend that money because they have that money to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, or, he's, so or he's spending her half on somebody else. It's something, but damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like the story hit different to me now. Like, damn, like I can see the niggas doing some nigga ass shit. Like, white ball some nigga shit. That but he and listen, yeah, like, this is one of them white balls though that 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 you would bring and he he he'd be comfortable in the he one of them tight white boys. They do handle their money yeah. way different. Mm-hmm. They do handle their money differently. But they will sure. trick. They, they, will, they will. Yeah, wow. Okay. So the fact that he only gave her $100 for the whole relationship. That's why I was like, told you can get $100 on the first conversation. Speaks volumes about her pussy to me. I don't know. You might be right. I don't know. At this point, I'm thinking he might be. She couldn't sprinkle a little. I'm sorry, Miss Lady, if you happen to be listening to this podcast, but baby. Come into the podcast and share your side of the story if you listen. Yeah, we got to hear this. Hey, Miss, I didn't make it. Hey, Miss, I didn't make it as Kelsey. Come on through. I don't know your name, baby. Then there's another Come football on, player. So y'all, y'all remember um y'all remember Ricky Williams? The one that that, that he wouldn't stop yes. smoking weed. Yeah. Does he, does he play sport? Yeah, he played he played for mm-hmm. the Dolphins. He got drafted by the Saints and played for the Dolphins. I think he quit on the Dolphins because he wouldn't stop smoking weed. This is this I is years ago. This, but okay. his wife He's black? He's black. He married a okay. white chick. Damn, this is recently, like in the past week or so. And he took her last name. I did hear about that. You heard about that? I did hear about that. Oh. I did. Is that feminist um, power or what? Oh. You said, is that what? Feminist power or what? I think to a degree, yeah. I, I think that's based on a person's preference, though. That's some good pussy. Um, <laughs> that too. Hey, shit. If, if, that's, if that's what she likes. But I think mm-hmm. people may misinterpret it as him being like emasculated, mainly because it's a white woman. So mm. that, that's part of the problem right there. He did it with a white woman. But yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I personally don't see a problem with it. I don't know the full story of the relationship. I don't really care enough. If they happy, because Whatever my works idea for you. of relationships are changing. Like traditional relationships, they serve a purpose. But nowadays, women are starting to make more money. They're being the breadwinners in the family. Sometimes the men, there are relationships where men choose to be like a house husband and the woman works and he take care of the kids and they're happy. So I don't care. I really don't. Don't bother me. If that's what makes a person happy, I'm cool with it. If you want to be her boy, but I know, you know. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something that changed my can. life? What changed your life? What's that? Uh, when I had my um, 
I had my counseling with my minister. And he told me this. He said, the moment that he said he wanted you to be his wife, he was already married, right? That's what he said. He said, we just going through the, we just doing the, 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 the process with documents and paperwork. But once a man or a woman, whatever direction we going in. So, cause you know, I know the world. Whoever so, proposes. I can, yeah, whatever the situation, once they identify that that's what they wanted. And then once you accept it, you're already, it's already done. It was probably already done before they even said that, but this is a, now going through a process. Right. Because that's what the world says we're supposed to do. You pull and stand in front of your family and do this. Some cultures you're supposed to have to do that. You know what I mean? Like all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, I just think, again, it just goes back to communication. Talk. I think marriage is a little bit overrated, though. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I agree. I agree too. And it, yeah, I mean, I, I'm divorced, so it's not necessarily coming from a, a bitter place. Like mine didn't work out, and that's why I find it overrated. Mm-hmm. I just, who does it benefit? Because there are people that say it, it benefits women, but there are a people lot together for like thirty. So it benefits men a lot more than it benefits women. Um, Ooh. I think yeah. it I think that that plays in the part cuz it benefits women if he's making, you know, that much more money than her and you know the divorce happens XYZ and you can get the alimony all that shit. Every woman can't get that. But see, this is the problem. But this is the problem. See, so this is the thought process and this unfortunately is a thought process. So you're going in already thinking the marriage is going to be over. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. So I'm, no, I'm just saying that. How, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I'm just reality. trying to. I'm just trying to pinpoint the two differences that how it could benefit the man versus the woman. So again, I would say. Okay, I'm sorry. It it, it it depends how your relationship is set up too. So again, alimony. Every woman can't get alimony from their husband when they get a divorce. Uh-uh. You know what no. I mean? So, it like I said, it depends on the situation. Now I think. It, it might it might um also be the benefit for the woman. Just maybe that stability, if that man's going to take care of all the bills, X, Y, Z, you know, it's different, you know what I mean? It's different from, from other avenues because now for the man, a woman might be the one that bring that stability into your life where the marriage might kind of benefit the man more, especially if he ain't making that much more money than her. You know what I mean? It, it It's... Every situation, I think you can get the benefits for the man. Benefits. It just depends how you look at the situation. So let me ask you this: So are we talk? So can I ask you a definition of benefits of marriage and benefits of a situation? Um. Now, as far as benefits of marriage, I will. Oh, well, yeah, you're gonna say, Sharita, I ain't never been married, so no. But just from what you. I know, just from what I know, I don't, I don't think okay. there's too many more benefits from being married and then having a, a relationship where the people didn't get married. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You might have it's to tell the me legal that. Legal and tax, right? Because it's, it's benefits. And, you know, maybe if you want to buy a house, it might benefit you more to be married because now we doing the two income costs, and credit and all that shit. More for from from. From the wedding ceremony, if you get the opportunity to have one, all the way until a bit, if it ends, if it ends, there is a lot of financial, it's very expensive, marriage is expensive, but 
being in a relationship is no different. If you, the same activity happens before you say I do, Man. if you right. don't say I do, it's the same activity. It should be at least. And I'm not shunning. And I'm not saying shouldn't get married because of that. That's everybody's business. And then I know the women that like to, I want to have a wedding. That's fine too. Everybody's built different too. I wasn't really all really excited about having a wedding. I was like, oh, I, it's okay. Like I, I up to him every morning. I'm going to keep doing it after we say I do. That was my, that was my scenario though. But there's no difference other than documents and financial stuff. But the well, one thing if somebody dies, dies, though, it may, it can well, make right, right. And, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you might want to kill me tomorrow. You on my insurance. <laughs> you get some of those <laughs> yeah. benefits. Yeah, you get all and that stuff like stuff. that. Or like, baby, oh, you couldn't get your teeth done? Oh, baby, come on, I'll just put you on my insurance. You know, like, yeah, stuff right. like that. But I think that people is forget the- that the marriage is more important. Not people. I think it'd be the women. The marriage mm-hmm. is much more mm-hmm. important than the wedding, girl. Like, the wedding this could the- be beautiful, and the marriage would be toxic as hell. Horrible. And you knew it before having a wedding, though. That's the right. problem. Right. But a lot of women, I, I just want this beautiful wedding. And I can understand that, but the marriage, that, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing you want to invest the most resources but in. I think but, if that's their mindset, that, that whole, they getting married for the wrong reason already. But from a lot rep. of people are like that. I mean, and I think I learned that because when I was getting married, I was a kid, right? But someone older yeah. than me told me, they said, the wedding's not the most important part. It's the marriage. It's and that always stuck with me. I was marrying the wrong person anyway, so it was never going to work. But um, now that I'm older, if I do have the chance to get married again, then I would keep that in the back of my head. But I do think, too, sometimes I'm like, marriage is so permanent. It's not that I want to be with different men all the time, but I'm like forever's a long time. Just be yeah, like forever's like, a long. Don't people outgrow each other? Yeah, yeah. Can I, can, I, can I hit y'all over the head with something? Hit us over the head. Listen, if you're in a relationship with somebody and they love, they tell you love you. Yes, I want to hear you say it. I don't need to. If you truly do, I felt it already. I knew it before you told me that you loved me. That to me is what marriage and relationships are about. Once you get to that thing, I already knew. I didn't need you to say it. I'm a human being though. So sometimes I want to hear you say, yeah, baby, I love you. But I knew it because you showed me, I saw it. You do it and you do it consistently. That is what love is to me. That's your love language, it's action. So you don't exactly. need as much affirmation. But some people, they do. They need you That's to tell true. them. That's it's true. just this how they're built. They need mm-hmm. to hear it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a believer when I see it. That's me. That's how I'm built. That's how I, yeah. and, and I'm, just, I'm not saying... And, and, and yes, you may truly believe that you do love me. It's just that I perceive it if the mm-hmm. actions do not come with it. That's how... I am, and that's the communication I'm going to have with you. I think it's important to know yourself, too, in this process, because when you know the mm-hmm. way that you need to be loved, then you could mm-hmm. communicate that with somebody. Like, this is what I need. Yeah. And yeah. can you do this or not? Because if you can't, 
See, too many people, I think, are desperate to be loved and be in relationships. And, and I can empathize with that because I've been there. But the more yeah. I learn myself, and it's I like, think we all have. Yeah. yeah, I have to. This relationship has to be a certain way as far as how we communicate mm-hmm. and work with each other. Or else this shit ain't going to work. And for all that, nigga, I could be single. Shit. I could wait for somebody because, else. Because, because even from a female or from a male perspective, this guess what the first thing you're going to hear? Well, you didn't say this before. This right. wasn't a problem before. Mm-hmm. This wasn't this before. So then that's when shit starts getting all convoluted. So no, 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 no. I said that shit before. <laughs> so you gotta let her know. Yeah, I, I you gotta let her know. Me. I hate when you washing your wigs and just leave them shits hanging on the on the top of the corner of the doors and shit, scaring the fuck out of me. <laughs> I wake up. You have to. <laughs> you do. You have to say that. If it really bothers you, so scaring the shit out of me. I didn't drop the glass of milk. I be telling people, and they be like, "Oh, you get the little girls or the little boys. Oh, your pussy stink anyway. Oh, your dick is little." And be like, "Bro, I." you for like seven years right so now all of a sudden it's a problem (laughs) so (laughs) what are we doing right so that's just outline it and then you ain't gonna be with the bullshit you don't even gotta get invested that's when you say to have that's why you had the conversation so early i'm not getting invested i'm telling you right the hell now what the fuck i want what i don't and you were like, well, I can't give that to you. Okay, then we can't be together. Have a good one. Right. It was nice talking to you. Boop, boop, boop. Mm. That's it. Easier said than done, but you got to have a love for something. I know. I know. I know. Yo. I know, baby. I don't. So before we get up out of here, I ain't even going to touch on the shootings. I know it was like three shootings yesterday. Philly. Um, it was one in Philly. One in um, one in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I believe. One in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mass then, shooting. Yeah, and then one in um, South Carolina. Oh, no. Was it a, at the a grocery store? Was it? I don't know. I think at clubs and shit. I think I think one was a club. One was. A, um, oh, okay. I don't know. We ain't even getting into it. I just want to throw it. I just want to throw it out okay, there. I'm there sorry, was I'm three sorry. more mass shootings. You know what I mean? That didn't took place. Before we get out of here, I want to talk about. Y'all see the chick that threw my man's at my man's mommy's ashes over the bridge and got arrested. Oh, you cannot do that. that. That anger, that emotional. That. When I remember, I said that women let what emotions. Do that? He cheated, of course. What else? What else? Cheated, what else would a nigga do to, 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 to get his mom reburied? She <laughs> beat her, beat her ass or something. You know what I mean? Nah, but she would be too scared. Couldn't, to be she would be too scared like to do something like yeah, yeah. You, that you know. Yeah. yeah, she filmed it, right? She filmed yeah, it. Yeah, for TikTok, she had to put it on TikTok for the followers. That's probably my biggest problem with all this. Like, if you're gonna be petty and do something like that, do not record the evidence, sis. Like, that's not what we do. Like, what, what are you trying to prove here? You See, this is the thing. The she had. I'm pretty sure she had no idea that this was a crime she was committing. I'm pretty, I'm almost, cause, cause I seen enough, I seen women commenting like, well, what was the crime? I'm like, yo, like if a dead body is laying in the street, you can't just walk up and go kick that dead body. That's a crime. That's, you know what I mean? So if a dead body was cremated and then you know, put into an urn, you can't just me, go sprinkle that dead. You have that little respect for me as a person to do that with my mom. Oh my God. You have God. that little respect for me. 
I, there's nothing to do that bad to you that that is what you're responsible to back or left them. I'm not interested. Listen, or just take leave. a spoon and gouge my eye oh, out. Hold with up. Something else. She like, could have she, she, she could have accidentally just knocked the urn off the, the joint. Like, <laughs> that would have been equally disrespectful, but you could have been able to cover it up. Like, oh, it would. And we could have swept it up and put it in a little and thing. Put it, right, look, she could have swept right. it up. And now, his cheating has been overshadowed by her stupid decision. Activity. That, yeah. Yeah, that was OD. Like, I'm not going to lie. I have been in my feelings crazy before, too. Like, when a woman gets that way, it ain't no yeah. What's the craziest but... thing you did? Mm, the craziest thing I did? Don't ask me. I'm asking you next. I, honestly, I think the only crazy thing I did before was took all my ex husband's clothes and sneakers and I cut them up. So that he only had one sneaker that was good, but he couldn't wear the other one. And then that's normal crazy car. shit. Yeah, he kept taking my car and going to some female's house, and I threw all his clothes and shit scattered all down Sixth Street and where she was at, just in bits and pieces. But he had a lot of his expensive clothes, so that was the best way I could hurt him. Yeah, that, um, that, that, that's that's just that's just standard level, you know. Yeah, I've never, I, I don't think I've ever done anything. I don't know if I would throw somebody's mother's ashes. That's a, like yo, that. that's, yeah. that's yeah. evil. I wouldn't film it. Let me just say that. I've done <laughs> some stupid shit in my life. I wouldn't film yes. it. I have done some horrible things in my life. And I would not come on here and admit this on a podcast. I love her. I love her. Everyone, I love her. I wouldn't do that. Okay, Translation, so you got, do not fuck with her. <laughs> right, that's why you got the mildly, oh, that was just the mildly crazy thing yeah, you did. Like, she said, oh, yeah, this was the, yeah, baby. You yeah. won't get no evidence on me because I could have told you something else when I thought about it. I'm like, that was probably a I, I seen you stop it. I, I, listen, I'm looking at you. I'm like, well, damn, she stopped and think. I, I know what that means. That <laughs> means, like, nah, I ain't going to give him this one. one. I can't. <laughs> Let me find the safest. There might be some women that be like, I would never do that. I would never do but that. Girl, front. Yes, you would. That means you did it twice. Front. Right. You did it twice. <laughs> we recorded that shit and put it on yeah. TikTok. And that, sis, we don't do that. We don't record the evidence. Read a pick, craziest thing. You know how I like to divert? <laughs> we ain't diverting. Can I tell you? No, 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 I'm diverting because... Y'all keep thinking that the women is crazy. And it be the, oh, the man. one time. No, baby, baby. I was pregnant with my I was pregnant with my daughter. I don't know what I did to piss my husband off. This motherfucker took my alternator out of my fucking car so I couldn't fucking go anywhere. Y'all niggas is crazy too. Oh what you God. do to him? I'm a what's that word? I'm a man in this, a man in this. What you do to him? What you do to that brother? That what do you do to that brother? He had to take your alternator out the car to make sure you ain't going. You was running them streets, wasn't you? No, I'm pregnant with my fucking daughter. Okay. Where am I going with my little my little smick ass and my big ass belly? What the fuck am I doing? I don't know. Nothing. I just this is questions I, I have to ask as an interviewer. Bro, <laughs> no, he doesn't like it when he. See, y'all just don't like it when somebody say something back to y'all and y'all ain't got no comeback. And y'all bitches be sitting <clears throat> And she pointing at me. Why are you y'all pointing at me? <laughs> yelling bitches and shit. I ain't do nothing to you. 
sorry. Let's calm that Let's down. just say uh, men and women can be equally crazy when it comes to matters of the heart. So that's so that's that's the story I want to say about. Oh, he did something else crazy too. No, we um, talking about what you did crazy. No, no I, w- I want to talk about. I want to think this. Yo, was, uh, my, my son was my son was about six months old. I was uh, had breastfeed, so we had a deep freezer and I had milk in there. And then the one day he got an attitude with me because he was out. And then I was like, I got an attitude about him being out because I'm sitting there with baby and this is a new baby, whatever. Anyway, so new baby. he comes in, starts snatching. He starts snatching my frozen up milk out of the daggone deep freezer, calls his mom. His mom comes. I said, let me tell you something. You could take your son with you. I said, but y'all better not touch this motherfucker. Thank you, though. Now the baby's a little motherfucker. I'm a bitch. <laughs> now he was he was he was a he, he was a responsible enough father to be like, yes, he needs milk, no food because she breastfeeds. So let me go grab all the breast milk out of here. I, Yo, but I was like, I your little anyway, me no, I didn't. Yeah, because I, I ain't feel it. Yeah, back it. to you. Since we talking about the craziest thing you did. You didn't had to drop two stories on what this brother did. Yeah. That means she Yeah, that means she did something yeah. real crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't really do no, it wasn't it wasn't crazy. It wasn't crazy. No, it, was, it might have been a little insane at the time, you know. <laughs> I gotta make sure this is the craziest. So, I had a family affair, had everybody over, and then he was talking shit, and then I was like, don't talk to me. I had an attitude. You know how women, we get our attitudes, don't talk to me. He wanted to put me on his lap, he wanted to talk, and then he kept on talking shit. And he tried to come out, you know that I do not like that. Don't cover my mouth. So I bit the fuck out of his hand. Bleed. He comes to me, he said, I'm fucking bleeding. I don't know. I told you that I didn't want to talk about it right now. Don't put your hand over my mouth and fuck. I do not give a fuck. Don't shut me up. And you drew blood? (laughs) Yeah. You bit the fuck. I know. Look at our faces. We like. Yeah, that's that's worse than cutting up the clothes, cause it's hard to bite somebody and draw blood, cause like I, I bit a few people. He should have left me, <laughs> he should have left me girl. He left me alone. I bit a few I people. Said, I ain't never draw no blood though. That's the difference. <laughs> Don't shut me up. Do not shut me up. Y'all, y'all hear Already. it? Do not shut her up. But and, and it's fine because I was already shut up, but you kept on doing extra shit and you put over my that you're not my father, you're not nothing to me that you need having that type of it wasn't aggressive, it wasn't like you know, but I was like, bro, what wasn't aggressive? Get, it wasn't a he, he didn't he wasn't like smothering me like I couldn't breathe. So, why are you biting to like, to the point you bought blood like you, <laughs> you're not helping your story, cuz. <laughs> no, I didn't say I'm having my story. I'm saying he didn't when I the fuck said because he was like, "No, we gonna talk about." It. I said, "I'm not about it right now. Leave me alone." And then he kept on trying. So now 
you ain't listening to me. I told so y'all, these little the people is crazy. These little people out here in the world, them little itty bitty, them little, little, they look so little and cute and innocent and shit. We thought, we thought Connie had to be, you know, we thought Connie might have been the crazy one over here. She said, I bet bro to Andrew Blood. Like, cause that's a hard bite. Like, that's. You know that I did. I was. You got, it ain't like you got chipped teeth or nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, said, he said, where's the peroxide? I said, I don't know where the fuck is that, and I don't really care. You can find your own fucking peroxide. Go to the store. Damn, did you take him to go get them shots he's supposed to go get? I bet you the fuck I didn't, and that's his problem, not mine. Because if you would have listened to me when I said what the fuck I said, this is it. Yo. Communication is key. Communication. In her defense, he did put his hand up there, so listen. After I took, I said, Talk about. I was calm. I talk about it right now. But yeah. we could. Oh no. Cool. All right. Well, you don't want your hand today. That's fine. That's your business. I'll help you. I'll help facilitate the situation. Bitches, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> okay, yes. so you wanted to know my crazy. That's what it was. All right, we. Got it. I'm sorry. I asked. I'm sorry. I asked. Yo, you never seem to surprise me. Yo, you never seem to surprise me. Yo. Never seen this surprise me. Yo, I'm coming back in July, actually. Before, before we get up out of here, though, you know, we got to do the quick tip. You know what I mean? Since we ain't do the black fact, we definitely got to do the quick tip because we skipped the black fact today. The quick tip is something that you can throw to somebody that they can apply to their life that can help them in their everyday. Whether it be as simple as if you get wings from the Chinese man, get them fried hard, or you can get on some deep, you know, you can give them some, 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 something inspirational. Like if you get pregnant in college, you don't got to give up, but you know what I mean? We, we, we like to drop the That's little quick tip to end the show. So you started off Rita pick Rita. This is the, the quick tip. Rita, you got 60 seconds. Your 60 seconds <laughs> counted se- seven seconds ago. <laughs> no. My quick tip is the same all the time. Ties in a lot to what Miss Williams was talking about today. At the end of the day, communication is everything. I don't care. I will say this thing every time I'm on his show. Communication is so... And, and I need people to understand, communication has to be effective. Communication is not just talking. Body language is a language, too and all that, but communication, like you have to be effective in where you are in your position, and you cannot tell you that your position, there's something wrong with it, because it's yours. That's it. That's it. That was only 40 seconds. You was close. E, 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 E. Oh, I got 20 more seconds. No, nope. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's on you, sis. Drop him one. Um, shit. I mean, I, I guess honestly, it ain't about where you start; it's how you finish. So, mm. my daughter's name is Faith, and that's what I live by. Keep the faith. That's to me. That's what you need in life. You gotta have faith, even if it's that I can make it through this day. It doesn't have to be anything extreme. Just keep the faith and know that all things are always working out for your good. So, no doubt, mm-hmm. no doubt. And you know, there's a song that yo uh, yo that your mic is off. Your mic is off. <laughs> and I'm going to hit him with, I'm going I'm to I'm take a piece of, uh, of Miss um, Connie's story because, again, 
it's it's um a lot of people get in that situation she was in and they drop out of college. I know a couple. I know a couple. When I was up IUP, it was a sis up there with us, and she had her child up there, and, and you know what I mean salute to her. But I would say, yeah, y'all college, stay focused. It, it and life is going to happen, and sometimes. You just got to suck it up. Yeah, it could have been easier to, to come back home and just enroll in mm-hmm. hack, you know what I mean? But sometimes you just got to be have the faith to, to keep on portion and push through that journey. So we, we kind of sharing the same the same quick tip, you know what I mean? But I want to thank you for joining us on this day. Um, tell them where to find you if they want to um, need your marketing advice or, you know what I mean, need to network or some type of things. Tell them where the people can find you at. Yeah. Oh, man. Shit. I mean, email me. Lacantia at hotmail.com. L-A-C-O-N-T-E-A-U at hotmail.com. I do. Um, I'm a social media strategist, so I manage a couple of different platforms for people um, here in Memphis. I have some clients, and I do a lot of that. I'm on TikTok, but I can't remember my TikTok name. It might be Honey Drip, but I got... I got some viral videos on there, but hit me up for marketing, social it's, media. It's Honey Drip. She told us. She told us it's Honey Drip. It's Honey Drip. Yeah, it's but honey. I think there's an underscore underscore there, Honey Drip. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Email, search LeContier. I ain't too hard to find. Let me ask you this. Yes. How would you rate my uh, marketing for, for, for me on social media? Am I a pretty good marketer? You know what you do as marketing, but that you probably wouldn't consider marketing when you have the controversial um, Facebook statuses. That's actually a form of marketing for your show. Um, I think you messaging people consistently, that's really good. Um, you could you could do some better marketing though with this. In fact, I would almost encourage you to try to do I know it's, it's the podcast, so right now you're only doing it uh, audio, oh, no. but maybe you could put some of these on YouTube or TikTok or one of them platforms, Facebook, with the video so people can, like, this right here was good. That, that's all the free marketing tips that's I'm getting Hey, that's, I just wanted a little, <laughs> right. that's it. I didn't even, ask, I just asked you to, I just asked you to rate what I was doing, but you, you know what I mean? She said you I know, but it's hard. Right. I got to pinpoint specific Break things, it down, no doubt. Need. Yeah, oh, the stuff that you say like Kelsey's doing to pay me, right? <laughs> the stuff you do on Facebook, when you be getting into it with people, keep promoting your That's podcast. I be trying to tell them, like, you know what I mean? I'm just playing with y'all to get a little, you know, it's very smart. <laughs> I, it don't seem like you're doing it on purpose, though. It seems oh, like no. your ass is really speaking your mind. Oh, no, I really do be speaking my mind, but yeah, at the same like, time, I, I got the, also the mindset, the, whether I speak the controversial shit or, every, or whatever, I tell all people, you know what I mean, that's doing the podcast thing, like, you got to have a strong social media presence, you know what I mean? So... You know what I mean? I feel like if people would listen to you, they would know. To me, I mean, the world would be Terrorsburg would be a safer to to. place, wouldn't it? I should have ran for mayor. Uh, okay, okay, all right. But <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I thank you again, sis, for for sitting down with us. We definitely listen whenever you need to come back on, or you feel something you want to talk about, or we gonna promote that feminist. You know what I mean? I'm here for you. You could always come and back to close. It was a yes, pleasure. Yes, it definitely meeting, was a pleasure. It was I a thank pleasure you. meeting you and talking to you. So, listeners, y'all it heard the email. Y'all heard where y'all can find her. 
Y'all need that. Y'all need that networking. Y'all need that that advice. Hit her up. She ain't doing it for free though. So you know what I mean. Hit her up. She charges. Yeah. She charges. She, it, but it, and again, again, like we talked about last episode that y'all gonna hear tomorrow. You know what I mean. That networking is is very 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 important. So I hope the business listeners, uh, the the listeners that have businesses or or uh, uh, entrepreneurs and all that, y'all know what to do. You need that marketing. Thank everybody for listening. Thank you, Rita Pick. Thank you, uh, hey, Lacantier. There you go. Yes, yes say you. her name and say it proudly because her name means something very, very important. Thank you. And this is Closure Airs. This is Ice Pick, Cousin Rick, Air Kicks, whichever name you should choose. And we up out here. Y'all be safe. Love y'all.